0: Well, welcome, friends, to no, another chapter of No Filter Media. This is a podcast in which we feature lively discussions on just about any topic. We try to bring you interesting guests who can inform you about things that are relevant, pertinent to your life. I'm Ply James. I'm the co-founder of Wickham James Strategies and Solutions. I'm the author of two books, um, The Opportunity Agenda and A Passion for Purpose. Uh, I am also a former mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, one of the professional honors of my life. Um, Another honor of my life is being a Marine uh, and being a lawyer, being a father, a a husband, and a grandfather. I'm here with my good friend and my business partner, Joni Wickham.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Joni Wickham, co-founder of Wickham Jane Strategies and Solutions, and Sly is a former chief of staff uh, when he was mayor of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I am the Best selling author of the book The Thin Line Between Cupcake and Bitch, a wife to a rock star husband who is playing live music a lot more um, these days, and eight year old little girl at home with two really sweet but stinky fur babies. And we have a really interesting topic or a trio of topics that we feel like um, really intersect well together that we're going to be talking about today and are interested in your thoughts if you want to leave us a note on social media about aging, health, and wellness. Interesting topics. Sly, well, I really think you should kick this off because you have lost more weight quite literally than anyone I know in the past like year or so.
0: Well, at least not from anything that's deadly. Well, and we well,
1: fingers crossed. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've had some friends that have uh, lost a lot of weight due to yeah. various cancers and things of that nature, which is one of those things that does seem to come along with aging as you get older, you start to find yourself prey to more and more disease. Um, you know, I took aging. I first really started taking the whole aging thing really seriously during COVID. Uh, you know, uh, my 84 year old mother-in-law lives with us. Um, I'm, I'll be 70 in December, at least she is 62. Um, when they started talking about how COVID could impact you based on age and other health abnormalities uh, that's when it kind of hit home that this is no joke. Um, you know, one of the things about aging that I think people who aren't there and haven't really thought of themselves as aging, although fortunately we all are, if you're not aging, then you're dead
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: um, and you're not listening to this podcast. That's my form of jokes. Joni brought her jokes today. I was going to point out that she said she was a best-selling author. I didn't know that she was for sale. (laughs) I know that I wouldn't have bought her while she wasn't. I ain't cheap. Yeah, well, I know that's right. Uh, But, you know, uh, the the whole process of aging is something that you don't confront until you come face-to-face with it. I had an experience back in 93 uh, that kind of woke me up to a lot of things. And I was not an old person at that time by any stretch of the imagination, but I found myself in the hospital with a, what Mayo Clinic called when I got there a lottery disease. And they said it was a lottery disease because I had as much too much to get into this idea of winning the lottery. So that kind of shows you my run of luck. Um, some people win the lottery, I get a damn disease. Um but when you come face to face with it, you start to make certain uh, realizations in your own mind about the importance of doing what you can to stay healthy and well as long as you can. So I'm fortunate I have a daughter who's very much in the health and wellness and comes over and works me out a couple of times a week and talks to me about what I'm eating and what how I'm sleeping and all those types of things. So aging is no joke. The one thing about aging that you talk to people my age and older that say is it's like you know you wake up in the morning and then you find that you pulled the muscle somehow at night you don't know what the hell you were doing to do it, but it wasn't there when you went to sleep but it is when you wake up um, a lot of things going on so I'm a little I'm not envious of anybody who's young I have my day and I enjoy it I, I also have the pleasure of being around people who are younger it keeps me a lot younger but aging health and wellness are things that we take for granted and they're the types of things that, when you lose, uh, you realize how much of a problem that is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I recently turned forty, as you know, not forty-seven or fifty-seven, as you sometimes suggest.
0: We um, said forty-two. I've never, <laughs> said, I've never said anything with a five in front of it. That comes next year.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I have found that there are so many wonderful things about getting older. Believe it or not, I have more patience now than I did 20 years ago, believe it or not. Um, You know, with age comes wisdom. And then for some of us comes kids. And some of my stepkids are getting married and thinking about, you know, having their kids. And so that'll be cool to watch. But the downside of it is that everybody around you gets older, too. And so you see more of the um, cycle of life uh, taking place with people that you love and people who have been in your life for as long as you've been alive. Um, So that is just something that's kind of been top of mind um, for me a lot recently. In addition to, I have a couple of friends my age who are um, either recovering or currently uh, battling really serious diseases. In in both of my girlfriend's cases, um, breast cancer and man, it just life doesn't prepare you for all those feelings until it just like hits you in the face, um, sometimes. So yeah, I think that part of aging and wellness is a real big thing in my mind right now, because it feels like I'm just being kind of overwhelmed with it.
0: Yeah. uh, Yeah. And, and it is there. I mean, I get emails from people, fraternity brothers, Hey, did you hear so-and-so passed away? or that uh, it, it, John's got uh, a really bad cancer that he's probably not going to survive. But, you know, we can spend a lot of time talking about the downside of everything, but at the yeah. end of the day, um, I'm not, you know, it, 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 part of aging is being able to draw upon on all the experiences and all the stupid things that we did when we were young yeah. and realize that, while we managed to survive that, you know, the things that we look back on now and say, I don't know how we got out of that one, but glad we did that. Oh, there before the grace of God, go I things. It was really funny. I had when my, when my boys were living at home and going to rockers, they had a couple of their friends that managed to somehow drive the cars in the car into trees or some other objects and, and wind up, uh, uh, dead. And, um, I was on them about it. And I said, you know, this is the kind of thing that you really need to be aware of. You can't take this for granted. You can't go out and party and act like nothing's going to happen. You are not bulletproof. Um, and their basic response was that only happens to other people. And mm-hmm. and I had to remind them, I said, you know, you are other people to other people, you know, just because it didn't happen here, doesn't mean it can't. Right. And, and that's the whole problem. I think sometimes that, uh, that statement of youth is worsted on wasted on the young, I think it's absolutely true.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I'd have had a hell of a lot more dates if I knew what I was doing back then like I do now. I don't have any now, but I, I, I have better lines. You
1: know I'll <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: with Denzel. Uh,
1: <laughs> of that I have no doubt.
0: No yeah, doubt. right. Yeah. Well you just learn and you learn from your mistakes. And, and frankly, if you don't learn from your mistakes, then it won't be long before you are dead because you'll continue to make those mistakes and they'll get worse and you'll yeah. think you can get away with it. Uh, but, you know, the whole thing, and we 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 talked to Dr. Roy Jensen from KU about what they're doing with cancer. And, and one of the things he brought up was the expanded life expectancy that we've had since the 50s and how now it's going down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, why is it going down? Yeah. And because of stress, maybe uh, lack of health care, lack of access to health care. I mean, it, it, it's absolutely criminal that yeah. we have a country where we have people who haven't been to the doctor in 20 years, 30 years, any time of their life because they can't afford it or they don't think they need it because they can't afford it. And and, and when you got a choice between do I eat tonight? Or And and make sure that my kids have something to eat and a place to sleep. Or do I take this and go get a a checkup at the doctor? Most people are going to eat and make sure their kids eat and think they can get away with missing the doctor. Yeah. As a country, we do a very, very bad job, bad job of taking care of health
1: and wellness. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, And it is. Shocking to me um, how the disparity between middle-class folks and poor folks, um, but it shouldn't be because to your point in this country, we treat health care as a privilege rather than a right, yeah. um, which is kind of criminal in my view. Um, I have family members who are in their seventies and eighties who have um, never had a well woman visit, never had a colonoscopy, um, and to no one's surprise, they're really, really sick. Um, but you and I've talked about this before, um, that shows how the healthcare system, the education system, all of the above fails people from time to time. Um, and so it's important, um, for other people to be able to, in other organizations, um, to fill in the gaps where um, our politics kind of, uh, jump the ship sometimes.
0: Well, you know, what's really kind of maddening to me is that the people who are making decisions about other people's health are the ones who don't have to worry about it, the ones who have health care that not necessarily that they're paying for, but they're paying that the government is paying for as part of their office benefits. Being in office carries a great health care plan for just about everybody who's in office. Yeah. You know, if, if the United States, if the population of the United States had the same health plans that Congress had, we'd have no problems whatsoever True. because they get nothing but first-class care True. and get it on the taxpayer's dime. But then they turn around and they vote against things that will help average people. That drives me nuts because at the end of the day, I, this whole concept that we are somehow disconnected from each other is crazy. Absolutely ludicrous. If my neighbors are sick, I can't stay in this place where I am expecting not to catch it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Okay. If my neighbors are, 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 are unable to work because they can't uh, be healthy enough to make it to a job or maintain a job. That's economic activity. That's going to have to either be made up or lost. Right. And that means there's a burden on everybody else. There's no way that we are not connected to people in this country and I I don't understand why our politics politicians haven't figured that out yet even though they are elected to serve the people that elected them. Yeah, easy to me.
1: Yeah, it is. Um okay, so let's light this up a little bit cuz I'm I'm going to get pissed off if we keep talking about <laughs> What
0: is. I'm pissed off about it all the time because to me it's just that this country is headed in the wrong direction on issues like that. It pisses me off because we can do so much better, but we simply don't.
1: Yeah, we don't. And we haven't for a long time. So as you have gotten older, what's one thing. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Wait, wait, what? (laughs) What? You know, you've been waiting all day to say that, right? But go on.
1: Well, you can ask me the same thing. Okay. All right. As you've matured, how about that? I'll reframe the question, Mr. Trial Attorney. Um, Okay. So as you have gotten older and wiser, what's something that you do now pertaining to your health and wellness that the 21-year-old Cy James never would have contemplated doing?
0: Eating. Watch what I eat. Uh, Watch what I drink. Um, You know. Um, my alcohol consumption is down considerably, not gone, but down considerably. Um, my eat, whatever the hell is out there, how much ever I want to, I don't particularly care because I'm going to burn it off. Anyhow, ain't nothing burning off of this. I'm telling yeah. you, <laughs> you put it in, it's going to stay there for a while. Um, eating and drinking, things that I have immediate, every day, multiple times a day control. I, I went this morning i went to the refrigerator and i had a choice of what i was going to eat so i'm looking around and i thought well there's some ham in here you know um there's some uh, there's some uh crackers in the uh, in the in the drawer there that i really like that are really tasty uh but Alicia had made a watermelon salad with feta cheese uh yesterday so i ate that And that's a hell of a lot better than any of the other choices I had. And I made a conscious decision that I needed to eat that because the other thing that I do now that I didn't do before. So I weigh myself every morning,
1: every morning, okay.
0: every every morning, I weigh myself and I want to know where the variance is. I'm, I'm now used to the idea that I'm going to be in a five pound range long as I'm in that five pound range, I'm happy. I'd like to be below that range, which is really hard, but it doesn't take a whole lot to kick me a couple of pounds above that range. Yeah. And then what I found is drinking more water, eating differently, I can get back into the range and get closer to the low end. It's getting below it. That's really, really, really difficult. And that requires, I think, a lot more physical activity that I have and not having an office and just walking in and out of of an office and doing those things that you normally do during the course of a day when you leave your home and go someplace.
1: Yeah.
0: I I think that that requires you to do something extra. So eating, drinking, paying attention to my weight on a constant basis, and then making sure I'm staying in a range. Those are the things that I think probably I never even would have thought of uh, at the other. I mean, hell, when I was in the Marine Corps, I weighed 140 pounds. That's fine. yeah yeah you know and it was all muscle, and so I didn't have to worry about anything, plus we were running all the time, yeah, we were in great shape now, last thing in the world I'm gonna ever do is run I'm everybody's chasing
1: you
0: <laughs> <laughs> well. I would run then, Uh, as long as they give me like every 20, 30 steps to stop, catch my breath, so I can take off again, I'd be fine with that.
1: I don't think that's how it works when somebody's chasing you.
0: What do you say?
1: Yeah, I am, um, it's surprising to me how in the past five years, I cannot eat and drink the stuff now that I even could five years ago. That comes at you fast. And I think for women, especially after you have kids, it really Changes. Your metabolism just changes. Um, I remember when I met you 10 years ago, Cannot believe it's been 10 years. I hated all fruits and vegetables.
0: I know you did. (laughs) And I used to get on you all the time.
1: Yes. Um, I cannot say that I love them today, but I make myself eat them. Um, Some, some of that's because of, I have a kid and I want to set a good example for her, but some of it is to my previous point, I can't eat the stuff now that I used to be able to and get away with it. I also never grew up like eating a lot of fruits and vegetables. I had a lot of fried food, a lot of processed food, a lot of fast food and a lot of shit out of a can.
0: Which is exactly one of the issues about health and wellness and the com- and the confluence of health and wellness and poverty. That's what poor people eat.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: They don't have access to the Shawnee Mission Parkway uh, supermarket or the farmer's market where fresh produce is being brought in all the time. Uh, That whole idea of farm to table, that's a recent idea. That is not something that was around when I was growing up. Yeah. Or even when you were growing up. Yeah. and I, I,
1: Right. Access. Yeah. And I mean, I, we did grow up in farming country, but you had to take everything that you could take out of the field. You had to take that to the market, sell it. It wasn't for your ass to eat.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, but you know, and 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 I get it. Metabolisms do change. I don't. First of all, I can't eat nearly as much as I used to, and if I do, I, I'm immediately down for a long winter's nap. Um, so you have to be careful about quantity, not just quality. Uh, but I'm going to dispute you a little bit uh, because there, I've actually heard you talk well about some some of the green things that you've managed to concoct and eat. Uh, and it wasn't nearly as bad as you thought it was going to be, which is true, I think, of a lot of things in our own head. And I don't want to do that because I don't like it. I've tried yeah. it, uh, But now that you've tried it, you've played with it a little bit. You found some good things to eat.
1: Yeah. It, do you know what? I will credit the number one thing I think that really has turned around my eating habits is Mike Pearl. Pearl Farm. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. give Farmer Mike a shout out. Pearl Farms. Um, so Sly and I both um, subscribe to their um, uh, produce and get a, a chunk of produce every Friday. And there's something about having that produce that you know is local, that you know is good. You've already paid for it. For for me, I am so um, thrifty that I don't want my money to go to waste. So I, damn it, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to figure out a way to like it. Um, but I really think that has had a huge impact on my diet. Um, and kale is one thing That I used to hate um, Now I do have to stay in your bathroom For about two hours after I eat it <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but It is so good in an air fryer It is so good Never in 500 million years did I think I would like it I still don't like bok choy I still cannot eat bok choy I cannot do it But yeah. kale, I like some kale As long as well, I can stay yeah. home
0: I'm with you 100% Because when I came home last night from a board meeting uh, Rather than Fry something up or cook something up or bake something up. I made, I took out the uh, fresh lettuce, uh, the fresh radishes, um, the radicchio, uh, pulled some strawberries out of the fruit thing, some uh, cranberries uh, out of uh, the refrigerator, whole food cranberries. So I used, when you have cranberries from whole food, you treat them like they're little pearls. Because
1: <laughs> they cost so much. <laughs> I was going
0: to string those suckers and wear them somewhere. Yeah, you know, with a tux or something. But, yeah, so and made a salad. And there's nothing like fresh. Now, yeah. the one thing about the farm produce that if, if people out there are doing it, they know this. When you get farm produce, you need to eat it. Okay? That stuff ain't going to last you as long as the stuff you buy elsewhere that's got the preservatives and stuff in it.
1: Yeah, and that's um, the point, by the way, is that it doesn't have all that stuff in it. Yeah,
0: exactly right, and that's why it tastes so much better. I think, it does; too.
1: it really yeah.
0: does. But you know that I love the salad. You know, put some little orange slices in there, chopped up some strawberries, put a vinaigrette. Yum yum, yeah. and that's another thing. I never would have eaten vinaigrettes, and now I find that vinaigrettes on fresh produce is better than any other type of dressing you can get. And you can get all sorts of flavors. Last last night we had mango.
1: (laughs) I've always loved vinaigrettes. That has not been a problem. So folks, that is our thoughts on aging, health and wellness. Check out Pearl Farms um, in Platte County, Missouri. Um, Just a really great uh, asset that we have right down the road. Love them to death.
0: Well, and if it's not Pearl Farms, if you're not living in this area, then find some place where you can. I think you will be absolutely amazed if you find fresh, fresh produce, fresh things out of the ground, whatever it is. And the typical growing seasons are always different. You're going to find different things at different times. But I tell you what, I'm a true, true believer. And I thank Tony for turning me on to it because, you know, it's stuff that we look forward to every week and the stuff that we eat every week, we usually get through our bag. I, I'm not the kale fan. I don't do the kale chips, and I didn't even know what to do with the bok choy. I just left that Alicia <laughs> At dealt with it. But at the end of the day, it's good for you, and it's good stuff, and it contributes to some farmer uh, maybe having a better year than they might otherwise have. So right. stay with it.
1: Take kale care, everybody.
0: All right. Take care. Have a good one.